What up, what up? This is Coach Leibs, and welcome to another episode of Bean Talk, the show that airs every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern on Instagram Live, and we talk to a different NFL player every single week and try to uncover the nuances of their craft that make them great, and this week is an extra, extra special episode. One of the top five receivers in the game, in my opinion, one of my favorite players of the last five years in the NFL, Tampa Bay Bucks wide receiver Mike Evans. And I just can't get enough of this guy. He's gone over 1,000 yards every single year he's been in the league. He's going on to year six this year. And I just love the way this guy plays the game. He's incredibly physical. He's incredibly determined. And he just wears DBs down. Just going after them. He just goes after them every single snap relentlessly, whether it's in the run game, whether it's in the pass game. He's always using his body to be physical. And just from talking to him in this episode, you can tell that he's much more thoughtful about his craft and about the nuances of the technique that he uses every day. Uh, Much more thoughtful than I think people give him credit for. He's not just some bully out there. He's really trying to improve his game every single year, getting better and better, getting... He's become better and better getting in and out of his breaks, and obviously his physicality is what sets him apart, and that's what he even said in this episode. So I think... In my opinion, this is one of the best episodes we've had yet. A really great interview, super insightful for all players and coaches and fans. I hope you guys enjoy. This is Tampa Bay Bucks wide receiver Mike Evans. On the sidelines, we gotta hustle because we gotta eat. Football's a bean. Or like he's on a bean right now. Right. Tough with all his bean tough. So let's get right into it, man. We got like more questions than I think we've gotten for any bean talk yet. A lot of guys really, really want to want to dive into this. So let, let's get going. Let's do it. Let's start, you know, you're five years in the league. You've been over a thousand yards every single year. So what do you feel like has allowed you to play at such a consistently high level, you know, from day one? Well, first off is opportunity because mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, a lot, there's a lot of really great receivers that are on like practice squad teams. They just don't get the opportunity. You know, I was blessed with the opportunity, you know, coming out of college, I was 6'5", 230 pounds, ran fast, mm-hmm. uh, good film and things like that. But uh, yeah. and I, I've had a really good group of veteran guys around me early on, so that, that helped me uh, early on in my career. And then each year, I just try to improve on on my route running and things like that. But um, opportunity is the main thing, the main reason why I'm succeeding the way I am. And uh, I think there's more more to be had. Man, that's humble. That's, like, so true. The more, like, I'm working, I got about, like, eight or nine NFL clients now that I train and work with and, like, advise. And, and the more I'm around it, the more you realize how many great players that are out there that yeah. just – haven't found the right fit. Absolutely. You know, and it's it's cool to see someone like you where it just all comes together. I, I train a kid, this kid Carl Nagadosi, who's around your side, he's like six six mm-hmm. on practice squad on practice squad with the Eagles. And I think the same thing, like he, he looks at he looks up to you big time. He watches your film all the time and and I'm like, yo, you just need that chance. Like like you are built like him, you can succeed like him. It's just about that opportunity. Absolutely. And when you get it, you gotta make the most of it because you know, one play can when you're when you're a young guy and you're a guy that's on the on the bubble. You know, one play can define your career, and I've seen it. Mm. And it sucks, but it's just the the business that we're in. So speaking on that opportunity, uh, at Beth Two, he asked, "What do you feel like separates you from other wide receivers in the league?" There's a lot of great ones. Um, I would say my my physicality. Yeah, uh, not yeah. just contested catches, and, but but blocking as well. I think that's what yeah. separates me from other wide receivers. You know, a lot of other receivers can can run and catch, uh, go deep, catch the catch the intermediate routes and things like that, get off press. But mm-hmm. my, my physicality in the run game and the contested catches is what separates yeah. me. I would say in, in the releases and mid route as well. Like like I watched a lot of your film this morning and. 
anytime I felt like you could turn it into a physical battle and get hands on a guy and kind of use your strength, yeah. that's when you really gain the most separation and you feel really comfortable. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm blessed with size. So even though I feel like my routes have polished up more and more each year, they got they got better, I've gotten quicker. And, uh, you know, I understand rock combinations and things like that more. But mm-hmm. I'm always going to be open because my size. Uh, yeah. You know, so I, I like to do a lot of hand fighting and things like that. And the DBs in this league are, are really strong and they're real good with their hands as well. So it's always good battle. So kind of talk to me about that constant kind of chase of improvement. I feel like your routes have gotten better. Like, what have you done recently? Like, what are you focusing on now? What's kind of like your offseason process um, that, that, that you're into now trying to improve? Well, I was just recently in OTA. So when we're doing team, team drills going against the defense, I'm running a certain route. I try to run it differently than I normally do and see how I can get open. So I just work on things like that in practice. And, you know, if you do something for so long, you're going to continue to improve. So, you know, going to my sixth season, you know, each year, you know, early on I had B-Jax to learn from. He hit me yeah. a lot as a big guy, being able to get yeah. in all his breaks. You know, I watched him a lot. And uh, I think I've improved a lot at that. That's one of my yeah. strongest parts of my games. You know, people don't think that I can, you know, dip down low and uh, get out my breaks. So that, uh, that works out for me. No, I think you do a good job of that. I, mean, I noticed you. I think you're great at attacking the blind spot versus loose coverage. Yeah. You get a lot of loose coverage. I feel like guys are kind of afraid to press you because you are so physical. Mm-hmm. And you have a great feel for when he gives you that near hip, just, just attacking that blind spot. Give some insight into yeah. that, something that you can help a younger receiver. Well, that's the easiest easiest route. If you got a comeback or an in-breaking route or something versus a guy that's off, that's, that's what you want. You don't want like a comeback and a curl route or in cut versus press coverage is a little bit a little bit more difficult. But off yep. coverage, you just throw them with your speed. You know, keep your stem, get in that blind back, give them a hard stick, and just get out real fast, whatever you got coming, you know what I'm saying? So I love yeah. I love catching uh off goal balls. So that helps me with uh with the deeper routes when they're off. I like that. And you mentioned a little previously you were like you know, on routes on air and stuff in practice, you try to run routes differently than you run them or try different ways to get open. I think that's one of the hardest things for young receivers to learn is how to like build a plan at the line of scrimmage. How do you pair routes together? Um, how do you just like build that overall plan of here's how I'm gonna win versus this coverage? Well, it, it depends who you go against. Like game plan wise, it depends. Like who you're playing yeah. against. If a guy's more patient at the line of scrimmage or a guy likes to jump you, but always, right. you always gotta have your go-to releases. Me, Bonds yeah. is like the, the the big the big boogie, you know, pull through. Yeah, I learned that from Brandon Marshall. Uh, when I was in high school, I used to watch them. Like, like when you kind of stretch them outside and then give them a little I hesitation just try to and, and grab them, grab their arms, and just pull. Through. Mm. If I can, Ooh, gotcha. grab their jersey or something and slap their hands down and just pull through. I'm telling all my secrets on, on live with you, but it's cool. I'm feel... a young guy. Yeah, yeah, no. Especially like when I get fatigued, I just try to use my size and my strength. Interesting. Now you know I got a different uh, array of moves now, and you'll learn them as you get older. At first, yeah. I rule. I didn't, I didn't used to be that good at releases, but in college, you know, guys weren't as good as press as they are now. So you have to learn something when you get to this level. Because mm-hmm. Peterson, Jalen Ramsey, Richard Sherman, uh, Bradbury, Marshawn Latimer, all those guys are going to get in your chest if you don't have a plan yeah. to slay. You know, all those guys. So yeah. You got to be ready. And, um, you know, I just work on things in practice. Uh, I don't like to be too quick at the line all the time and use too many movements. Then, mm-hmm. then you're dead. You know, the pass rush yep. in the NFL is so great. You're dead. So you yep. got to be quick with it. So, I just, yep. you know, I have like a three-piece. Uh, I see you always post that, uh, that three-piece. I, I like that a lot because God yeah. expected much from me. Yeah. Um, and that's a guy's really game planning real hard against me. Uh, guys that probably seen a division by releasing yeah. as much. So I play them twice a year. 
But other guys that don't really know my game like that, I can catch them off guard. I'm a bigger guy. I can be quick at the line. No. Now, that, that was great insight. Like, what advice do you have for someone, especially bigger receivers? I do feel like it's it's harder for, obviously, bigger guys to be shifty at the line. Mm-hmm. So take me more into kind of that process of improving your releases. Like, is there a moment or a bill or something specific that, that other guys can carry it's, with it's, you? It's drills and just working on stuff in practice. Like, I, I love practicing. It hurts, honestly. Practicing football is much harder than probably practicing any other sport because it's a lot of running and I play in Tampa and it's hot as hell. Mm-hmm. Practice is where I, I, I get, I work on my toolbox. I really do. Uh, I try all kind of releases, try things that I see how guys are playing uh, the week upcoming week and I'll say, all right, he's easy. He's going to jab me hard inside, so I'm going to hit him with a one-two. I'm going to hit him with a hard, mm-hmm. hard out in and then wing off of him at the line of scrimmage. So I just work on things like that in practice. Yeah, nah, I like that. Hey, what do you feel like is the biggest struggle of being like a big receiver? Um, man, getting getting it out of your breaks. Yeah, facts. I mean, yeah. it took me a while to learn that because I always wanted to stay. You have advice? You advice for big receivers on that? Just work on your weaknesses all the time. Yeah. Practice drills when you're training, getting ready for for the season. Just work on your work. drills, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Just work on like getting low, work on the weaknesses. Mm-hmm. The film study aspect of it. So you're watching guys on film. You're, you're looking at their tendencies. Like, what exactly are, are you looking for? What are the things you're, you're trying to pick up on? I mean, all, all guys are different. There's some guys that watch so much film. Me, I rarely watch film. Like, I need. Mm. I just watch the corner. I just need to see what they're doing on third down and like or, or most downs. Period. But I just need a quick cut up of that, and then I need to see like how they're playing press and off coverage. Yeah. That's it. Just what yeah. I'm going against. That's all I really need to see. I, I'm not a big. Is that is that because you feel like you can dictate the, the tempo and it doesn't really matter what they're doing? You, it doesn't you matter. Can I mean, I, they're gonna play one high, two high, man or zone. So mm-hmm. that's gonna, it's gonna be uh, for receiver. Mm-hmm. It's just just knowing when you we got an opportunity to get the ball. Yeah. I, a lot of teams yeah. in, in this day and age they they play a lot of man press coverage. Right. So I'm just working on. I'm just trying to see if they're pressing a lot and how they press. Are they soft press? Are they hard press? Are they a, just a quick guy, quick niche guy? I just watch, I look at all that stuff and then I just get get my game plan ready for the week. Yeah. So if he's like a real physical press corner, you try to you try to match match his physicality. I, I, I try to match his physicality. I try to beat him up in a run game a little bit. Uh, yeah. Just to tire him out. Uh, yeah. And, other, and other stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? I, I just do little yeah. stuff like that to try to combat that physicality. Because um, they get to do more than us. You know what I'm saying? Because... We already, they, they say we know where we're going. So we can't push off as much. We can't be as physical mm-hmm. as the DB because they can do with, with whatever inside five yards. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just try to combat that in the run game, try to get some body yeah. blows on them, get them tired. So, talk talk to me about the run game. That's my favorite. Like, I love how physical you are. I love the mentality you play with. But I love a receiver who, who's willing to block and excited about blocking. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess, obviously, that's you. But explain to me how that helps you get open. Because I think a lot of guys don't understand how much being physical through a 60 minute football game helps you get open throughout the game. Yeah, like, like I just said, I mean, you're going to wear a DB down. Like, DB yeah. just want to cover the pass. Like yeah, yeah. 80% of the DBs in the league want to cover the pass. There's some of those uh, nitty-gritty DBs like Malcolm Butler that want to get in on a run game. Richard Sherman, he likes to get in on a run game as well. I know he's a yeah. ball hog, but he likes to get in on a run game as well. Yeah. The other corners like that. So you just got to, you know, just be on them. Uh, but the yeah. other ones, they just want to just cover. So if you can just right. wear them out, switch mm-hmm. up the releases at the line on run plays, yeah. uh, learn Still release. stuff, gather some information against them. 
Yeah, you'll be good. Darius Slay, when I talked to him last week, compared it to full court press throughout an entire basketball game. He's like, when receivers are coming at you, it's like dealing with full court press for a sixty minute game. Like, you're gonna be tired by the end. There's no doubt about it. Hey, that's a that's a good point. Slay made a good point. It, it really yeah, is. It really is. Corner corners are man. I, I used to play DB in um in high school, play safety, but I used to come up and press. And you gotta have some really really good hips and good awareness because the quarterback yeah. can throw the ball anywhere. Absolutely, like it's it's hard, man. So I, I respect DBs. I understand that it's a it's a team effort most of the time, but especially the guys that can line up one on one across the field, guys in the slot, like that's that's impressive. Yeah, no, no doubt. I just got a few more for you. I know you're you're a little short on time. What's going through your head? What are you talking to yourself about as far as the fundamentals of blocking that that a young receiver could take with him? I mean, if it's if the, if the run is coming to the to play side to the front side, you obviously have to crack DBs sometimes. If it's most dangerous man, you come and yeah. crack the safeties. But that's that's fun until you get to college and NFL when you're banging big safeties and sometimes you got to dig out linebackers and stuff like that. But as far as on the perimeter, it's, I think that's my my specialty is like oh I got a big frame, so it's a little different. And I play basketball, so I just I play yeah. basketball with them out there. I, when they try to shoot their hands at me, I slap them down both hands, and then mm. I replace. I replace both mm -hmm. hands, and I just grab the inside of their shoulder pads, and I just guide them. So yeah, as soon as they shoot their hands, I just wait for them to shoot their hands. I don't shoot my hands first. Sometimes yeah. I do, but most of the time, I yeah. just wait. I, I act like I am. I shock, and then they, they throw their hands. I slap them down, yeah. grab them pads, and then I just maneuver them like that. Just hold the inside. And that's when vulnerable. And do you do focus on something I teach a lot? Like when you get into a pads, to take the air out, to pull them in tight yes. so that your arms are extended. Yeah, right? Definitely. definitely. Yeah. Especially if you're a smaller guy. Like that's, yeah. that's very important. No doubt. And take me to, into a little bit more of your like mentality. Like you're known to have that dog mentality and, and to be physical and to be this competitive guy in the field. Is that something you've always had? Is it something you've learned? Talk about how you maintain that. These questions are funny, man. Uh, <laughs> just, just how I was raised and how, how I've been playing since I was a kid, man. Um, yeah. Just I've been playing, trying to be, just go out there. I'm a true competitor, man. I want to win every time. Uh, I put my body on the line. I just play as hard as I can and try to get a win. And in this league, man, it's it's hard, man. So any win you can get, you know, yeah, it means a lot. So I just go out there and play as hard as I can, and, and hopefully my team can get the dub. Yeah, no, nah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, I got two more for you. Who who did you grow up idolizing? Who who do you like model your game after growing up? Now who do you, who do you watch now? As far as receiver. As far as receiver, oh, unless unless there's another position, well, you, you can go ahead. Peyton Manning's my favorite player of all time. So okay, I used to watch a lot of Marvin Harrison's, but I used yeah. to play receiver when I was young. Uh, I stopped playing when I got to high school, but when I was real young, I used to watch a lot of Marvin Harrison. Uh, okay. But Randy Moss was—I always thought he was the best receiver in the league. Yeah, uh, just in my opinion, I think he's the best of all time. Um, you know, receiver is a very dependent position, and I, I feel like if he was in a little bit better situation, not trying to talk down his quarterbacks or his offensive coordinator or anything like that, but if he was in Jerry yeah. Rice's situation, no I doubt he could have did that and been so. No doubt, he was explosive. He can, and he was a low key, he was an underrated blocker. He used to get physical, especially if you made him mad. You know, I used to watch yeah, him yeah, like yeah. early on in my yeah. career and in college, but Randy Moss, man, I used to look up him him a lot. I think everybody yeah. did. If you if you catch the ball with somebody, you're gonna say you lost them. Yeah, you lost them. Right? It's like, yeah, no doubt. So everybody's a fan, even if if they're not. Yeah, nah, that's cool. And then who is there anyone you study now? Is there anyone like currently in the league that you you love to watch and pick things up from? Man, I watch all of them. 
Just yeah. especially when we were game planning for a team we just played. So I'd see Julio what he did against uh this corner Bradbury, or I watch yeah. Odell and see what he did against Bradbury or something like that. Yeah, and I'll try to yeah. take things like that, even though. A lot of us are different body types and we have different attributes. I just try to take all their things and just make it into one. I think this is the best, no offense to any other uh, generation or any other uh, time period of playing, but I think this is the best receivers, the best the NFL has seen of receivers. I could not agree more, man. There's unbelievable. Unbelievable. There's like 30, 40 guys. There are guys that stats aren't even that great, but they're just so good. There's no doubt. Opportunity, they'll do what we're all doing, so. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of two, two, two of the first three guys we had on this show, Mahomes Nu and Taylor Gabriel, are guys who haven't had the gaudy, turbo. gaudy stats. But they can turbo, Turbo's turbo, Mahomes Nu, both, both of them. Yo, they could be number one receivers in, in a lot of places and put up crazy numbers. And, and Mahomes Nu. Oh, Mahomes Nu, that's my boy. Yeah, he can play. I'm saying, I know, I know, both, both of them. Quarterback. Now I'm close to him. When he when he comes back to Jersey, we get working all the time and stuff. That's that's where I'm at. So my last question that I've been asking everybody is, uh, what's talk to me about your pregame routine and, and any let us in on any superstitions that you have. You have no superstitions, but my pregame routine since college has been it's different than everybody else. I don't like to tire myself out and warm up too much. So all right, I'm at the hotel. I come over to the stadium. Uh, I just listen to music or watch a YouTube video. I can watch Muhammad Ali or Floyd Mayweather video or something, or the highlights or them training or something like that. Yeah. I listen yeah. to the music I like, chill a little bit longer, hydrate while I'm doing it. Uh, I don't get my ankles taped. I just chill the whole time. Right. And, and I start stretching. I have a, our trainer stretch me out, go out on the field, do my catching routine with my receiver coach, come back in and do, do warm ups with the team and get ready to play. Yeah, simple. It. I like. It. I, I like. Love, it. I love Phil Collins, though. I think I always got to watch a Phil Collins in the other night concert. I watch the concert because it's a little bit better than that's the cool. original version. So I watch that at least one time before I'm playing. Get me, get my heart pumping, get me ready. Yeah, I like that. Anything like food wise that you eat before every game? Yo, all right. I got a hard time <laughs> eating breakfast before the game. Wow. If it's yeah. a night game, I'm good. I'm gonna eat a, a Subway sandwich, and then I'm gonna eat dinner, eat, a, eat some pasta and chicken, or something like that, and mashed potatoes. Not right. a lot of Gatorade and water. But Warm. breakfast, the one o'clock games, and we've had a lot of them. I mean, yeah. it's hard for me to eat breakfast. I try to, I, the past couple of years, they've been making me a breakfast burrito. It's a little bit mm -hmm. easier to eat. Yeah. I, I still, it's, it's hard for me to eat it, so. The morning games is hard for me to eat, honestly. Yeah, is it? That's interesting. Is there anything you have like trouble with your diet at all, like in the offseason, or just, is it just like the 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 it getting amped up before the game? I guess it's because I'm so like just ready for the game. Like I don't really, right? I, I don't ever feel nervous. I just can't yeah. eat. I get on like I don't want it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why. Maybe I maybe it's nerves or I don't know what it is. But right. my diet is not that great though for a big guy. It should be better. And I need, to, yeah. I need to get it better. I'm getting old, man. I'm close to 30. So I need to <laughs> get, get out of here. You're 25. Get out of here. I'm in Texas. I'm eating Whataburger and right. food, crawfish. I need, to, I need to slow it down. It definitely does run all day. Yo, listen, I'm I'm 28, and it's starting to catch. It starts to catch up to you that 26, 27, 28 year, man. <laughs> I'm, about get, I'm about to uh, start eating healthy, man. Yeah, that's man funny. All right, bro. Well, I'll let you go, man. I really appreciate it. I thought you were great. A lot of really good insight. Um, keep doing your thing. Definitely would love to stay in touch and, and get you back on here soon. But 
Big fan of your game. Big fan of the way you play. Appreciate you, Drew, man. Hi, bro. All we'll right. talk soon, man. Thanks again. All right, boss. And that's all we've got for episode five of Bean Talk. Thank you so much for Mike Evans for joining us. I really thought this was one of the best interviews we've ever done. He gave away so much free game and really blessed us with so much knowledge. It's one that I've listened to already three or four times on repeat. I hope you guys do the same. Really take note of all the little things that he's saying. And he's someone that all young receivers should, should model themselves after. Uh, someone who has used his size to his advantage. He's used his physical abilities to his advantage. But it's more the mentality to me that I think all receivers can emulate. That dog mentality that I'm going to punch you in the mouth. I'm going to put you in the dirt every single play. And good luck dealing with that for 60 minutes. And, you know, like Darius Slay said in episode four of Bean Talk, when receivers are coming after you every single snap, it's like dealing with full court press in basketball for an entire game. It's It just wears you down. And that's something that I think really makes Mike Evans great. And I'm super excited that he's had the success that he's had early in his career. And I think the best is still yet to come. He's only 25 years old. He's got another eight, nine years of solid football to play. I think this guy's going to end up as a Hall of Famer. So really a blessing to have him on the show. And like I said, I can't thank him enough and hope to have him on again soon. But that's it. That's all we've got for Episode 5. Until next time, this is Coach Leib signing out. Peace. Hold up, brother, let me get this thing straight. Can't just be another random rapper with a mixtape. I just went and put another beat inside a pine box. I just went and took another trip way out to Biscay. I love Miami because they always treat me so well. They used to see me nowhere. I used to pull them by saying I run for the team. Now they running their hands through my head. They used to never want to see my town. I got them coming to the east side now. In the city where I reside now. When they move a little weight at the D-line. Now, running track or running back. Gotta keep it moving, never running back. Never. We running the game and they running laps. That's another story for another track. See, from the sidelines, we gotta hustle, cause we gotta eat. From the sidelines, we got some goals that we still gotta reach. Yeah. Reach. Yeah. Stop.